Good morning. Hi. Throwback Thursday oh, with AJ and McCall. Heavens. On VFX. I can't believe it's Thursday, TBH. I'm <laughs> so happy about it. Same, but still. I uh, <laughs> I know Mother's Day's this weekend. Right. And we'll get to that here in a second. But I am not looking forward to this weekend from the standpoint of... Ashley, my girlfriend's car didn't start yesterday. Right. So she's got to get that looked at. She thinks she has an ear infection, and Ouch. now my car started acting up again. So I think it's going to be uh, glad I got Mother's Day gift taken care of, but I think it's going to be an expensive weekend for me. What do you have an inquisitive look on your face? What are you Googling? I'm Googling the moon. Oh, <gasps> Yeah, because the moon affects my car. Some t- the moon affects everything. The moon doesn't affect the car. The car's not like, oh, there's a full moon. Well, two, two days ago, Mars met up with the crescent moon. You could see it. It was actually really cool. I missed it. What the heck does that mean in moon magic language? It just, I don't know. Probably something big. I'd, when Mars meets with the crescent moon. I'm sure moon. my friend knows what's up. I, however, do not. Your so we had the new moon on Sunday. Vroom, vroom. We had the new moon on Sunday. So we're at a waxing crescent, 23% visibility. That's the fingernail one, right? Waxing's the small one, waning's the big one? Oh, no, we're going Wait. back to elementary science class now. No, waning is when it goes into the new moon. Waxing is when it's going into the full moon. Right. Yeah. Right. No, so crescent, sorry. Crescent's the fingernail. Yes. Yeah. You look at me like I'm crazy. Well, it's I didn't know where you were going with it. Wax, I, was, I like, went back ah, to elementary school. Crescent's and used like the fingernail terms. one. Okay, so what's the what's the other one then? The bigger one? Yeah, like because they've got the It's a cookie with a bite out of it, they've obviously. They've got the gibbous. I don't know what that is. I don't remember that. Because there's the waxing crescent, which is the little one. The gibbous is the one that's like more than half full. Yeah, that's the cookie with the bite out of it. That's a gibbous. Okay. <laughs> Did you not learn to describe them that way? Okay. Well, I just learned waxing and waning and crescent and I don't talk about gibbous. the moon as often as you do, apparently. I'm going with when Mars and the crescent moon meet up, your car will not go vroom vroom. Yeah, I don't know what it does. I don't I don't know what it means. It's kind of cool though. It looked cool. The pictures that I can see super cool. <laughs> Whatever. Cool. Yay. Yay. Woo moon. Woo but moon. That's not the focus right now. The focus is Mother's Day. Mother's right. Day is this weekend. It's on Sunday. Heads up, get something for your mom. It is the Thursday before the Sunday, so that would be a good idea. Get something for your mom. My mom's on a cruise, so I can't see her get until Get something for your mom. What am I going to get her? Hey mom. Mom, I made this paper mache dog. You are- I'm going to give it to you when you come home from your cruise on the Caribbean. You obviously where you've should been have like sent her something before. Paragliding. My mom's been gone for a week and a half. That's a cruise right there. Yeah, mom, it is. Your mom said, treat yourself. Yeah, she did. But we want to know who knows our moms better. Oh, it's a fun game. So I've come up with a fun game. You ready? Uh, I, f- I feel like you're going to win. You're way closer with your mom, but yeah, let's try. So before we move on, about 90% of people say they think they know a great deal about their mom's life. Here are some top five facts that top you five, should okay. probably know about your mom. Okay. I'm Number ready. five. Since we're going from five to one, obviously less people know 
you, you, you dig? Yeah. Less people know number five. Okay. Right. Her ancestry. Like what what she is, like English and all that stuff? I mean, yes, I was thinking more so like genealogy type of ancestry. So like her mom's mom, her mom's mom's mom, her, you know, like like back that way. Uh, <laughs> nope. Yes. I never met her mom because her mom passed away when she was, my mom was a kid. So I never met right. my real grandma. Right. But you never learned about her? I know a little bit about her. Do you know anything about like her mom, your mom's mom? So like your great, what would that, like your mom's nope. mom's mom's mom. I know a big chunk about the family, like uncles and everything inside, but not, I don't, I don't remember a ton about my, my mom's mom. Huh. That's I'll something, take a bagel on that one. That's something that I'm really grateful for. My mom taught me a lot about like her family, the side of the, her family. Like we come from the... On this side, it's oh, that's right. I the remember crowned this conversation. heads of England. Macaulay's so it's like the knight. Like a, a thing. It's Yeah, I a have crest. a crest, a family crest, yeah. which is kind of cool. Uh, so now it's like I the, see why you wanted to talk about The knight this. family crest, which is really cool. On my dad's side, I don't really know that much. But I actually downloaded an app and I can like look through all of the genealogy and whatever. Know, yeah. Really cool. That was a tough one to start with. I don't TBH, know a ton of my family really passed cool. the immediate. That's okay. Only like 45% of people knew the ancestry. I'm in the majority on that uh, Number four. Do you know what your mom's first job was? Oh, boy. Like like first, first job? Yeah. Like first job. I can tell you the first thing she did for money, uh, she used to catch uh, catch frogs out. Farmers eat the bugs. Oh, cool. That was the first thing she did. First job, I'm not sure. I think she worked at a call center, actually, like as an uh-huh. uh, operator, I think. Don't quote me. I, I'm not confident in that at all. Growing up, my I mom- I think that was it. So growing up, my mom used to, if we're doing like first thing for money, she used to go out with her grandpa and they used to collect geodes. They'd go out and go find geodes and stuff. And then they'd go sell them, which is so cool. So it's kind of like, I think they would do it at like the farmer's markets and stuff. So that's where she first made her dime. But then uh, her actual first job, she worked at Subway. So one that (laughs) she had to fill taxes out on and stuff, she worked at Subway. Uh, Number three, the name of the street that she grew up on. Do you know that? 50% 50% of people say they know what it no. is. Uh, my mom bounced around. She lived in like Brigham City, and then they lived in California, and then they lived yeah, in Arizona. Mom, so it's kind of hard. Born in La- I think my mom was born in my hometown and then moved in California and then moved back. I know, she definitely lived in California for at least a stretch. I know where her first house, one of her houses that she lived at in Brigham City was, but I don't know where the other ones are because I don't remember the names of all of them. No, I don't. If I was to guess, I think my mom was born in Indiana, but I, that ain't, that may not even be right. <laughs> uh, number two, where she went to high school or college? Yep, McCutcheon. She was going to the same high school that my sisters are graduating. Oh, I know that's that. cool. Mom went to Box Elder. Uh, See, it's funny. My dad, my my dad, my brother, and I all went to the same high school. My mom and my sisters all went to the same high school. We're testing to see who knows their moms better. I'm not doing so hot. I knew not that really. one finally. And number one, where she grew up? <laughs> I just, I think. She, Mostly, mostly Indiana. I know when we went to the family reunion out in San Diego, she has stretches of memories from California. Yeah. But for the most part, she grew up in Indiana because she went to high school in my hometown. So I'm going with Indiana. My mom grew up, like I said, Brigham City. uh, And then she moved to California. But I don't remember what city it was in California. It started with a B. Bakersfield. No. It's not Bakersfield. It's not like Berkeley. It's, I don't remember. Just a smaller, smaller little area. But she loved it. It was her favorite. Yay! Bow body. 
No. So what we found out is I know my mom better than AJ Not knows his mom, which is fine. I'm going to hear from him. My mom makes sure to listen to our show. A la, she calls in all the time whenever <laughs> McCall needs her to say something embarrassing about Yes. Me. Just ahead of Mother's Day. Heads up. Get your mom something for Mother's Day. You hosers. What do you do? Your mom. Speaking of moms, I think there's a new one. It's going to be in McCall's 411. Oh, yes. You like the name Archie? Yes. I really do. I'm a big fan of of what they decided to name him. The new, uh, was it Earl? Earl of Sussex. Yep. Earl of Sussex, of course, was McCall had that breaking uh, 411 force earlier this week, was born, and they finally revealed the name, and it's Archie. I love it. We're going to come back to the name Archie. McCall is so excited about I'm- a baby being born that she has no ties whatsoever. You're not going to see it. You're not no. going to visit it. It's not no. going to come home for Christmas vacation. No. I just AJ love- McCall on VFX. I just love it. Like, I think it's really cute. I love the name that Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry, Duke Harry. Duke Harry. <laughs> I don't well, know. Duchess Meghan. Duchess Meghan. Her- put some spec on her name. Got it. Uh, I love their name that they chose for him, which is Archie, which is really cute. Now, they ended up going with Archie because it is in honor of Princess Diana, who is, you know, Prince Harry's mom. And very popular. So it's, it makes legit sense A why you'd go that of sense. Way. Anyway, it was on her side of the family. Her ancestor was Archibald Campbell, the ninth Earl of Argyle. Argyle? <laughs> Argyle? I think Argyle, probably. But there's so, two L's. A-R-G-Y-L-L. Just chalk it up to Old English and assume it's Argyle. Argyle! <laughs> Great. So I pulled up the most common royal baby names. Okay, it, cool. Archie, Archie's fine. Archibald is, he's 50 already. Right. He's Archibald, 50-year-old he Earl of Sussex. So cute. <laughs> I also find it very funny, just as a side note, because Meghan Markle was such a huge American actress in Suits right, and did big right, things right. with that. And so she was very popular when Suits was out and it was massive. And now Riverdale is out and it's based off of the Archie comics. And so I think it's kind of a funny tie in between That's American. That's actually why they picked it. Between the. They're huge Luke Perry fans. Like, American. Uh, Hollywood and and everything. I think it's cool. I think the tie-in of everything is really neat. So, random hypothetical question. Great. Because I have the most common royal names for both men and women pulled Perfect. up here. Perfect. Okay. Uh, do you, would you like the fact that for the most part, your list of names is mostly narrowed down? Or would you hate the fact that you can't be more creative? No, I think it I, would be good. Does your native Utah come out in this because you want to put extra W's and Y's and L's places? Mostly Y's and I's. Yeah, definitely vowels. Me. Mostly um, vowels. No, I think that this is. I think this is good. Mostly because I don't make good decisions. So, like as an example, my food that I've been eating has been like protein shakes, and it's been awesome because I don't have to make decisions. It's like, what am I good eating? Call. Protein shake. Good call. Done. Good Love call. it. Okay. Great. So that being said, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Here. Perfect. When you want, you want to do men or women first? Men. Okay. Top three. See if you can guess them. So I got, I got the top Ooh. twenty-three. And just FYI, 14 through 23 is tied with two. The most oh. is 12. Oh. Number one has been 12. William. William is nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I guess it's, but it's tied, so it's like. William is nine tied with Henry Alex, and Alexander for four, t- four piece. Okay, Charles. 
Charles is three. Okay. By itself with eight. Um, I don't think you can get number one. I think you can get number not. two. We talked about two. I'll tell you this. Harry? Uh, Harry. Where's Harry. he at? Harry, Harry. Harold. Harry. I guess you could do Harold. Henry's on here, but no, no Harold. Oh, Frederick. Frederick. So there's apparently, I guess there's two. So it's 17. Check out this spelling. Speaking of Utah. F-R-I-E-D-E-R-I-K-E. So it's like Frederick. 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 It's 17th, but then uh, Frederick, as we normally spell, is six, tied with uh, Christian at five, at five apiece. Lewis and Arthur also have five apiece, seven and eight. Crap. Archibald didn't make the list, by the way. Not on here. I'm not surprised by that at all, to be honest. How about Edwin? What was it? Edwin? Edward? Ernest is on here. Uh, Edward is four. It stands alone with seven. We talked about two. I'd be really disappointed if you don't get two. I'm trying, and I can't think. I said, I said, when we talked about this, Will, uh, William, William, Edward, and then there's a, or excuse me, William, Charles, and then there's one that begins with a G. George. Is second Duh. with 10. Number one, 12 times this royal name has been used, Albert. Oh, Albert. I should have guessed that. Actually, I really should have. Interesting. So for women, Elizabeth is probably like number one or two. Five. What the crap? By itself with five. Some of my favorites on here, so you don't guess them. Diana is, is one of is tied uh, with two. Okay. Nine to seventeen have uh, two. Uh, Olga's on here at fifteen. Love it. Uh, Helen, Agnes, Maud also on here. Maud and Agnes eleven and twelve with two apiece. Okay. Two, one and two, you should be able to get. One, I think is... I'm horrible with names <laughs> guessing. Like, I'm not a good name guesser. I really think you ought to be able to get one. Um, Very royal name. I think it's used a lot. There's ships that are used with this a lot. All I'm thinking is Elizabeth. Like, I'll tell you this. Number one starts with a V. Two begins with Vivian. an... Vivian. No. Oh. Two starts with an M and three Veronica. starts with an L. Nope. Vivacious. You're getting you're getting colder. Uh, v- 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 <laughs> Three is Louise with oh, six. I would never tied have with Alexandra that. at four with also six. Two is Mary. Okay. With seven and one is with nine times it's been used. Victoria. Oh. Come on, McCall. Sorry. Come on. My bad. I'm not good at this. I'll send you this list so you don't have to make okay, decisions cool. whenever Thanks. you do eventually have a kid. LOL. Because I'm going to choose off of that list. I mean... I'm not going to choose a name. That's Margaret, the problem. My names that I have chosen... Why didn't I even say Veronica? Hello? I I, I Actually, did I already was, say Veronica? You did. You Veronica's Vic- my goat's name. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm not allowed to name anything anymore because I've got a goat named Veronica. i their royal names. And a chicken named LaFonda. They're royal names. You could use this. Okay. <laughs> Great. Archibald the uh, Earl. Earl Earl of Sussex mm-hmm. is the new royal baby's name. Archie Harrison Mountbatten-Windsor. Yeah. That's that. his name. That's his name. The family Windsor. Uh, yesterday's debate at eight, McCall had some personal problems. My bad. 
We're going to follow up with her on that and see if she's actually come up with a solution. Beautiful. Because we were all so invested in making sure that basically Dustin doesn't have to yell at her anymore. Oh, he doesn't yell at me. He just has. He just gets this look in his eye like, really? You did this again? Exactly. Sorry. We're going to follow up with that. Let me just ask you right now, McCall. No. Do you have your keys on you? Smart. She had them like literally right in front of her. It's okay, on a I just, lanyard. I, I figured I'd make sure. It's on a lanyard that says Utah's VFX. So I just don't understand how a call could Hi. just basically consistently be losing your keys. Honestly, I, if you consistently lose your keys, do you really ever have them? Yes. Ow. <laughs> she hits herself in the face with them. I'm That's not- one way to make sure you have them. Do I have them? <laughs> oh, I got them. Are you okay? I'm not used to the power of the lanyard. <laughs> AJ McCall's debate today. That being said, uh, we are a morning show of the people. Yes. And there are some people, McCall, I think that could rival you when it comes to your key losing ability. Thank goodness. And so I've only been missing my keys for my trailer for two years. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, gosh. Kaylee heard the start of the debate at eight and said, you know what? McCall needs some moral support. So Kaylee, what, what is your key loss story? PT Cruiser convertible, yeah, but in the summertime, I didn't never have the top up because it was just so fun, you know. Right. Well, I lost my keys in my car one time, and I was like really freaking out. I went inside and told my mom, and she's like, looks out the window. She's like, dude, the top's down. You can just reach in and grab them. I'm like, you're kidding me. Uh huh. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. I love that. This is something I would do and I probably have done. Once upon a time, Dustin and I lived in Vernal. Dustin was working on a siding project in Roosevelt, which is about 30 minutes away. Okay. So he happened to buy a an older Ford, um, but it had the key code on the outside. Right. So you can punch in the key code. I was living in Logan at the time. But I was out there visiting. Anyway, I get back to the house and I close the door, lock the door, whatever, go in the house, call it good. And then I go out to go and get back in the door. And I realize that I've locked my purse inside of the truck. And Dustin has the key to the truck. Right. And so I'm thinking, oh, no. Now I'm going to have to drive to Vernal or to Roosevelt and then turn back around and come back and get my purse and then turn around and go back home. <laughs> and I call Dustin and you I say, I'm so upset. I don't know what's happening. I'm lost. I lock my wallet in the car and Dustin's like, why isn't your wallet with you? And I'm like, I don't know because I'm dumb. I don't have a good reason. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to come to your place, get the key, come back, unlock it, and then go home. So there's an hour of my life wasted. And I'm standing there thinking, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Oh, my God, McCall, you are the dumbest person I've ever met in my life. There is a key code access on the outside of this car. So then I punch it in, open the door, get my wallet, get in the car, go to Roosevelt, go see him, say bye. Well, just like Kaylee, the bright side is at least you had the solution, brain fart or Mm. not. Mm. (laughs) Man, I was so proud of myself that day. (laughs) To rival some of your key losing abilities. Uh, Megan shared a story on Facebook. She used to lose her keys frequently before switching to a keyless ignition. She once lost her keys for almost a week and finally found them in my purse. Dot, dot, dot. I swear I looked in there. I've done that. By the way, her (gasps) estimate. I wonder if my keys are in my purse. (laughs) Her estimate was she lost her keys at least 50 times. Oh, okay. 
So I've been missing my keys for like a year and a half. The keys to my trailer, and they're also attached to the keys to my house because Dustin told me that I had way too many keys on my keychain. So I took my keys off of my keychain and then I put them somewhere else. And then Dustin was like, Why don't you have a house key on your keychain with your key to your car? So you don't leave your freaking keys to the house, in the house, and lock yourself out again. And so I thought, oh, that's a really good idea. I should start doing that. Uh, And then I lost my keys. And then I made my friend climb through a window because I lost my keys. And then I happened to find my keys that were, they were in my purse, but they were in the inner lining of my purse. uh Stop it. I already dug through my purse. Uh Because we care, we're trying to help, because I just don't get you keep losing your keys. And here's the thing, I didn't lose them. I know where they are this at time. this very moment. This time. Yeah, I know exactly where they are. I just left my keys at Dustin's mom's house, <laughs> who happens to live in Ogden. <laughs> and I don't live there. You don't live in Ogden. Oops. Kristen, uh, you got any thoughts on this for the debate today? So, AJ, first of all, you need to lay off McCall because everybody loses their keys. Thank I know you. I've lost my keys hundreds of times. So, if it's never happened to you, then you're the weird one, not McCall. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. W- what is your solution? They were trying to help McCall get better about not misplacing her keys. Yeah, I think I'm the one that's misplaced their keys more than any person on this earth. So, my solution was I've made a bunch of different copies of my keys and i have them all over the house i have a couple at work um i have them some in my car you know i have them scattered all around places that i know i'm going to be so no matter what there's always a key near me aren't you worried though with that many copies of keys that like if you lose them somebody's gonna find them yeah but like it doesn't say where i live or anything like that so if somebody were to find a key like let's say at my office they wouldn't know what it was for and it doesn't have like my name on it or anything like that so it would just be some random key I mean, she's got a point. You, you know, I've got a, I've got a couple of spare keys for that specific reason because I'm dumb. Um, but, but I don't know that me making them, making a bunch of them, is the solution. Colton, you got a solution to help McCall keep track of her keys? Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember last week she was talking about like, oh, I got my chapstick here and my chapstick there. Here, a chapstick there, chapstick everywhere, chapstick. Might just have to get a key here and a key there. Yeah, McCall, you got sunglasses and chaps. I like it, Colton. Thank you for listening. Also, by the way, with the callback, you got a sunglasses and chapsticks everywhere. Maybe you should have keys hidden in all those same places. Yeah, maybe. Yesterday's debate at 8 on VFX. I think that's the most reasonable solution, McCall. You argued with me ad nauseum about how you need to have your chapstick and sunglasses everywhere. Right. So just put a spare key with each of them and ipso facto, done. I mean, I guess I could. Here's the thing. Yesterday I went to the gym because I went and worked out at the sports academy and I had my lanyard on because my lanyard happens to have my key to be able to get into my locker. Of course. And somebody came up to me and was like, oh, I'm so glad that you've got your lanyard. And They're glad to see you practicing good habits. I was like, thank Responsible you. Responsible habits. Thank you. That's what yesterday was about, was helping you solve your key losing problem. Great. I'm glad that it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of losing, we solved our Florida or not losing problem yesterday. Finally got on the board. Another chance to win. We've got Johnny Spud Nuts gift cards. If we can figure out which story's from Florida. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five is the number. Save that because the cue to call and the headlines are coming up next.
Johnny O's, is it just Spud Nuts? They've got breakfast burritos, they've got oatmeal, they've got coffee, and of course, 30 shapes and flavors of your favorite Spud Nuts, 630 South Main, next to Elements. And we've got breakfast for you, $15 gift card if you could beat Florida or not Woo! with AJ McCall on VFX. Yesterday, finally, finally got a win for the week. Now we got to keep it going. McCall, headlines, please. Headline number one. Guy's willing to go to jail rather than get rid of a uh, bumper sticker he has. Inappropriate. Not allowed to say it on air. <laughs> got it. Was it really that bad? That he went to jail or was it to jail just entirely his attitude and all that? No, it was just the sticker. Headline. A terrible sticker. Number two. Guy gets busted for throwing concrete blocks at police cars. Again. What? Why? Like, why do that? And headline number three. Woman broke into a house, pet the dog inside, washed the dishes, got charged with burglary. Well, could we have a little understanding? Like, I don't want any strangers in my house either, but, I mean, she did you a solid. There you go. Three crazy headlines. Woo. She did do a solid. Okay. We got to figure out which stories of Florida. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Team up with me. We will figure out which stories from Florida, and we will get you that gift card and get you some breakfast from Johnny O. Spud Nuts. Here we go. Alex is on the line. McCall. We want to keep this win streak going because okay. it, well, it's not really. I guess a streak if it's at one. It's a streak if it's two. AJ right. McCall on BFX. So three full stories, please. Okay. Story number one. Some guy refused to take a sticker off of his back window of his truck because the cop pulled him over on Sunday. The sticker said something inappropriate I'm not allowed to say on air. And the cop told him, look, you can uh, just change, censor it, move a letter. This guy refused, so he got arrested for possession of obscene material <laughs> and resisting arrest without violence. Yeah. On one hand, you know, it's his truck. On the other hand, like, do you really need to wear stuff that says inappropriate things? It was on his truck, so yeah, no. Like, just, just move it. Anyway, uh... <laughs> it's a bit bad. Anyway, yeah. Uh, s- story, story number one. <laughs> Look, sometimes in life you have to stand up for what you believe in, even if you wind up in jail for it. This guy did that. Although, clearly, he's not Nelson Mandela by any means, okay? The uh, yeah. verbiage is so not good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen worse. Okay, Fair But enough. not good. Story number one. Story number two. Some guy was busted on Tuesday for throwing a concrete block through a window of a police car. Turns out this is the third time he's been arrested for doing this. <laughs> the concrete block bed. Why? Why? Third Why? time. Was there any... Not, not that it's justifiable, but what? Did he have, like... Cause? No. Reason? No. He's just a serial just, concrete just block thrower. Jeez. Oh, story number two. Story number three. Some lady broke into a house, pet the dog inside, and then washed the dishes. Now, she's been charged with burglary. She looks crazy. What did she steal? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Said so they don't... They did not know the suspect. She was acting very strange. Received a call matching the description who was knocking on doors of the neighbors. She appeared to be under the influence of drugs. I mean, I'm not saying that's okay. I think it's just that she entered the home and that was the burglary it, charge. Again, I don't want random people coming into my house, but she pet the dog and, and did dishes, which you know, we've done some conversations on chores before, McCall. People don't care for those. No. So she kind of did them a solid. Sort of. Yeah. So there you go. Three crazy stories.
Good luck. Good luck. That Did we lose beats, him? Yeah, we lost him. Oh, no. Phone went out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> AJ, do your very best. This is on you now, my friend. Right. We lost uh, We lost Alex, so I guess this is on me, and uh, hopefully we can contact Alex back. So, Sorry, I think, Alex. I think we could rule out three because nothing really happened. Like, don't be, That's scary. It's definitely scary, but in the grand scheme of things, nothing really happened. Right. I, it's got to be number. It's got to be two. Got to be the concrete block guy because, like, not only has he done it once with really no cause, he's done it three times. Right. I'm going to go with two. This is for us, Alex. Here we go. Sorry, Sorry we lost you. Uh, story number two. Is it story number two? It's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what I get it when I fly solo. That one happened in Oki. Oh, boy. Good old Oklahoma City. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, Alex, I lost that one for us. You're going to call back in. We'll let you play again. But now we're on the second chance. 435-787-0945 to play Florida or not. And win this Johnny O's Sputnik gift card. Thank goodness, because it's been a train wreck thus AJ. And McCall with Florida not on VFX. We lost, Alex. I got it wrong. Luckily, we got the second chance. Yeah. We got Jenny. Jenny, let me just ask you, because I butchered that first attempt. It's okay. Do you listen to Florida not often? I do every morning. <laughs> How good are you at it? Because I just butchered this first chance. Most of the time, I'm right. But some of the time, I don't know. Some of these stories are crazy. See, yes. By virtue of Florida. Today, though, much more subtle. A little trickier, I think, because it's a little bit more subtle, Florida or not. Yeah, I don't know. I was pretty dead set on two. Okay, well, I'm glad I got rid of the one we both thought it was then. So now we're definitely not going to get fooled again. Yeah. Okay, so I got a pro right here, McCall. Jenny plays Florida not all the time. We're ready for this recap. We're going to get the dub. Okay, so story number one. Some guy refused to take a sticker off of his back window of his truck when the cop pulled him over on Sunday. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the sticker said because it's inappropriate and I don't want to get fined by the FCC. But the cops wound up arresting him for possession of obscene material because he wouldn't remove one of the stickers to uh, censor said phrasing. Uh, So he got charged with possession of the obscene material because it's illegal to have something like that on your car in this place and resisting arrest without violence. I feel like the cops did him a solid. Like, they gave him the warning. Yeah, they were like, you can take he this like, off. He's like, nah. Nah. No. It's staying this way. That's cops- probably something that I would have done. Get a little stubborn. <laughs> yeah. My First Amendment rights. That's exactly what he it's said, actually. Sticker, and they're man. like, yes, yeah, it may be your First Amendment rights, but it's not because this law is different. Okay, so that's story number one. <laughs> and then story number three. Some lady broke into a home, pet the dog inside, washed the dishes, and then got charged with burglary. Now, this happened at 9 a.m. I guess this lady was walking around the neighborhood, knocking on doors to see if she could go inside. The victim said that they did not know the suspect and she was acting very strange. Um. She appeared to be under the influence of drugs and was taken to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Still, don't get me wrong, creepy, but still not really doing anything. Like, anything Florida not. How's that? I'll label it that way. I don't know. That seems kind of Florida-ish. I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. Nobody wants anybody wandering their house. But at the same time, like, normally these stories, there's something. An arrest, uh, a, a really funny crime, and really that lady just... Broke into their house and did some chores. I don't know. I really, I think I'm going to go with one. Okay. I'm with you. I think it's one, too. I think we could rule out three. 
Yeah, I don't uh, think it's three. I mean, it's crazy, but I'm going to go with one. Okay. She's a pro, McCall. Why would I not agree with her? Is it story number one? It is, Jenny. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank goodness, Jenny. I don't know where I'd be without you. I'm glad to. Now we have a streak. We have a streak. We'll get all the info. Get Jenny taken care of with the Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card. I tell you, McCall, minus the drugs part, if there was a service of people that came into your house when you weren't there, did your chores, you know. Hey, there is a service. You just have to pay for it. But I want a service as in like, hey, serve me for free. Please. Right. Thank you. Please and thank you. Oh, jeez. Okay. Whew. There's a rough floor to not. But the important thing is Jenny won. Congratulations to her. Proud. We'll play again tomorrow, every weekday as well. It's 650 so on much DFX. Proud. So much proud. So, AJ, summer's around the corner. Right. We've kind of been talking Supposedly. about summer. I know. Surprise. Today, it's 50 so degrees outside. Yeah. I'm literally wearing a sweater. But I've got a friend who wants to go on a trip vacation-ish okay. thing with me. Right. I'm a little hesitant to go, though. It's kind of, I wouldn't say questionable. You're hesitant to go on the trip? Like, is it yeah. something on your end? Why no, 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 no. Uh, it's, it's the reason for the trip. The reason for the Yeah. I'm a little nervous. But I don't know. It could be fun? Okay. Question mark? Let's find out more. Get invited on a trip, but skeptical about going. That's where we left McCall and why? AJ McCall at VFX. So this trip, it's a camping trip, which I'm really looking forward to. Okay, I'm so excited that. for summer because of camping, because of, course, of all right. of this adventure. We were just talking about uh, s'mores yesterday on the yeah. Astro podcast. Yeah. So this camping, we're talking about a couple of different places, maybe the Grand Canyon. That'd be nice. Yeah, Be-ba-chair. maybe like Page, Arizona, maybe Havasu, like a couple of different places. Havasu's on my to-do list. Beautiful, absolutely okay. gorgeous. I, I'm not hearing a negative thus far, McCall. But it's a post-breakup blow money and go camping. So okay. it's kind so, of like a glamour camping, like glamping a little bit. Okay. That's being proposed. And I'm a little bit hesitant about it just because uh, I've been there. I've been there post-breakup. I want to run away. I want to go splurge. I want to go do stuff. But yeah. but yeah. sometimes running away is not the answer because you got to face the problems. Because the, the times that I have like run away from my problems <laughs> and gone to go do this yeah. kind of thing has not turned out I'm, well. I, I mean, you dig? It has turned into, we went to this adventure. I went to Vegas, my post-breakup, which was a terrible idea because the guy I broke up with was from Vegas. But I ended up going to Vegas, and I went down there, and I was 19, so I couldn't do anything anyway. And so I just kind of hung out in Vegas and went to M&M World and Margaritaville and just sat there like, I just spent all this money. No, th- and I that felt terrible. Point, that point I get, depending on finance. I'm kind of surprised though you're not more on board, just well, from the standpoint camping, like camping wise. Look, I'm on board because camping is a really good reset. It's a really good thing to do to get back into nature, get your soul more cleansed, as I would claim it to be. Yeah, that's what I expected your answer to be once you said camping. But she's thinking about spending a lot of money, and so it's something that I'm like. So, are you hesitant because of her spending irresponsibly yes. or your half of the money? No. No. Her, her half of the money is what I'm thinking I, about. Yeah, I mean... Because I, I, I think it would be fun. You know, if I can plan for it and go... have a suit. Right. But have a suit expensive. No, it is. And so it's like... Mm, look, I understand that you're upset, 
But spending a lot of money after a breakup is always a kind of a downer because now you're single and you have no money. McCall, I am a very, very frugal person. I don't spend, I try not to spend a ton of money on myself. Oh, I don't. That at all. (laughs) That being Mm -mm. said, I think this is a good idea. I think, okay, I'll tell you why. Okay, I'm a little nervous. I I think you made logical points. Before we get into our, we're not going to get into one of those illogical AJ McCall rants. I think McCall made several logical points. But I still think for your friend, you have a code name for probably. No. No. Miss X. Call her Veronica. Veronica. Like my goat. She's not a goat. Well, she might be the goat. <laughs> you see, you try hard for that one, huh? Yeah. For Veronica. Veronica. I think this is a good idea, and I'll tell you why, because I think a lot more people do this than you think. Okay. McCall got invited on a trip. Yay! A little skeptical about because the moolah being thrown around post-breakup. Yes. McCall. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not for me before we go anywhere else. I'm not breaking up. I'm not broken up with my friend who shall be renamed main named what Veronica. I don't know what that was. AJ McCall on VFX. We're going to say her name is Veronica. Veronica and her boyfriend just broke up and she wants to go on a trip to go camping to, I don't know, maybe Havasu has been up for discussion. The Grand Canyon, big places. So McCall, I, I get it. You made some logical points. The money being thrown around right. is it a good idea. What are the two things you're afraid of for a friend when they get broken up with? They begin with R. Both of them do. Relapse and rebound. Okay. But they're going to make short-sighted, not emotional decisions, which this could be, but this one I like because even if it wasn't camping, right? I'm a big believer in... You want to uh, collect experiences. Life is well, about collecting experiences. Of course. But with camping, I think it's very unlikely, unless you and inv- she invites, Veronica invites other people, that there's going to be guys there or anyone else besides two of you. It's a perfect chance to kind of get out and just reset. Absolutely. Have now, a great time and just clear the power. I am a massive proponent for nature, going out, refreshing yourself. Letting go, starting new, all of that good cliche feng shui stuff. However, I don't want her to be dropping a big lots of money because her and her significant other live together. So, yeah. So, it's not like they're just kind of seeing each other. So, she's going to have to be spending money to go elsewhere or pay bills or you you did you know i get it but i i don't know normally i mean i guess i guess we could they could go home i I would normally i'm not a big proponent of of the spending of the money right but in a case of a breakup i'm okay with a little bit of splurge like most of my dvd collection was put together post breakup like i spent Several dollars buying multiple collections. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, the Batman movies. Right. (laughs) I bought a ton of movies in a post-breakup splurge. It's a way to entertain myself, and they were things that I wanted. And I think I I told you that I think a lot of people do this, and we happen to have uh, someone on the line here. Kayla is with me. Kayla's on the line. You ever uh, post-breakup, splurge post-breakup trip ever done that? 
I went on a trip to Paris with my friend. Wait, you went on a trip yeah. to Paris with your friend? Heck yeah. Gifts were dumping me. Sold that stupid engagement ring for profit. Went to Paris expense-free because of him. <laughs> well, did you have fun at least? <laughs> so much fun. I mean, regardless that the elevator was broken, we had to climb up the Eiffel Tower through the all 1,200 stairs. It was pretty awesome. Got to exercise out the emotions. Yes, exercise out the emotions. Take that one, McCall. Camping way different than a trip to Paris. I don't. Thank you, Kayla, for calling. (laughs) I don't have a solution for that. Uh, At least you had fun. At least you didn't have have to pay for it. Engagement ring. Uh, that's an expensive engagement ring. If you're selling it to get to Paris, just as a heads up, in case you were wondering. Uh. Yeah, so that's cool. I would take a trip, maybe, go on an adventure. See, the most dramatic thing that I've ever done is I just changed my hair. Oh, I've done that. I've colored my hair and stuff. I'm telling you, I think it's pretty common to uh, to do a little splurging. Changing that, that I think, very common. I think everybody would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, something different. Change, change up the, the look, hair, cut change the hair. The you. Yeah. But the splurging, I think, totally on board. In fact, I'll prove it to you. The uh, poll of the day asked the question, have you gone on a splurge spree after being broken up with? Not even the trip, just a splurge spree. We'll take a look at the results and see what okay. some of the things people have spent money on. Maybe we'll lose McCall sometime this summer because she decides to go camping with Veronica. My friend. Hypothetic name. Who wants to do a breakup, breakup camp out. Which makes me a little nervous just because of the money that she's going to be spending. But not only the money she's going to be spending, like... What if we go camping and get murdered? Well, not really. Okay. It's not really related to this event. I mean, that could happen even if she didn't get broken up with McCall. I know. AJ McCall on VFX. The poll of the day keeps moving, by the way. Okay. So it's almost dead even. Oh. Right now, it's 51% of people say no, they have not gone on a splurge spree after being broken up with, but it keeps keeps fluctuating. It's been up about 53% just a couple minutes ago. That was 52. Now it's down to 51 but just 52% say no. 57 on uh, Twitter, 57% of people say yes, they have gone on a splurge spree. Now, McCall, if you're looking to maybe talk to Veronica, mm-hmm. you could use uh, Tara Lynn's advice. She said having an empty wallet doesn't help me feel better. Hitting a punching bag does or doing a workout. Yeah. And then there's people like Jenny who said, I went to Bath and Body Works. Had to make sure I smelled good for the next guy. Okay. And I think my favorite is uh, Kaisley Ann, who said shoes. She said, really, I haven't stopped buying shoes, but I bought so many shoes. I love shoes. So much do I love shoes. I used to buy a lot of shoes after breakups, too. I haven't bought very many shoes. When was the last time I bought shoes? What was the last pair of shoes that I bought? Not that I, I don't want to put this out in the universe, so I'm just going to say hypothetically, McCall, if you found yourself in a situation where you were going on a splurge, street, splurge spree, a la this scenario that Veronica's found herself in, you going big like Kayla who called and said she went to Paris, granted selling her engagement ring, which that was a whole lot to unpack there. Right. Or are you going a little bit more subtle with the shoes or the Bath and Body Works? Kay said that she almost got a tattoo. I think it would be something like that. A little bit more subtle, maybe like a maybe like a tattoo or like a. She's gonna get a tree, right? <laughs> maybe I'd move into a car and I just live in a that car. That is not subtle. That is definitely not subtle whatsoever. Oh, 
I might do that. I think I'm gonna go settle, guys. I'm gonna move into a car. <laughs> Whoa! Well, you know what? Now that I take it, let me take that back. You did live in a trailer, so really you're just downgrading. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit more subtle than I give you credit for. Yeah. I still don't think that's subtle. You living in a car? You live in the back of the shed like former employees. There's all that space out there, McCall. Plenty of vehicles. And there's a big screen and a Christmas tree. You're already set up. Yeah. <laughs> Splurge spree. Have you gone on one post-breakup? McCall may be going on the trip part, the actual spree, not doing it herself. And no, I may be, I may be a, an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, good word. Yeah, I'm As an accomplice now, on though, it. The poll of the day says slightly, slightly majority of people say yeah, we splurge after a breakup. Movies, haircut, tattoos, done them all. Did I feel better? Yes. Did I feel better after I spent the money? No. I also feel like we need to clarify, neither one of us got broken up with. No. You can whole sleeve I get broken up with. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Whether or not maybe uh, inviting McCall for your favorite household chore. Yeah. But McCall has this theory on uh, one of the chores now that it's summer. You definitely have to be doing all the time. And I think she's crazy. I'm not. You're insane. McCall. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. How's your breathing, by the way? I didn't ask you that this morning. Oh, fine. I feel like since it's, you're kind of our, you're our thermometer for how pollen is going, basically. Yeah. I'm doing okay. I think that the little itty bitty storm that came through was okay. I'm sure if you were to listen to my voice now versus like. I don't know, November when I wasn't sick, I would be different. It's just this permanent rest. It would be more, no, congested is more what I'm going for. <laughs> hey, Jane recalls to Bay today. I wish rasp. So yesterday during um, a seven o'clock hour, we talked about your drawing line and how you love hanging your stuff up. And we asked a bunch of people, we asked our feel good flower winner if they had one when we stopped yeah. by their house. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, and uh, we talked about in the after show podcast too, my favorite quote was actually for producer Butters, but my question, my big hole to try and poke in that argument was the, the allergy thing. Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, 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 you don't really notice it unless your neighbors are cutting hay. Right. And then you go to from that to mowing the yard. Right. So do you just like not breathing? Is that what it is? No. Well. <laughs> Some kind of masochist thing? No, it sucks. <laughs> but mowing the lawn just kind of puts me in a place that I can't really like explain. Because not allergy wise, because usually after congestion, no, usually after mowing the lawn, it takes me to a place of Benadryl and nap time. But right. It puts me in a place while I'm mowing the lawn that I just can't explain. It's good, though. Nobody, no, nobody does. Everybody thinks the same thing while no. mowing the lawn. How much longer am I doing this? Maybe you got some tunes no. on and it's just a little bit more tolerable. People, like, yeah, how much no, longer? no, no. People don't think just that when they mow the lawn. Oh, boy. Is this like a moon magic thing? Like the grass is controlled by the moon. And I mean, it is, but cutting it, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I'll bite. For the debate today, McCall's making an argument that grass cutting the grass puts her in a in a place. Yeah, a zone. All right, you can explain this zone. You can try to at least because I think it's baloney. A mojo zone. For the debate today, we'll see what McCall has to say coming up in uh, just over eight minutes on VFX.
Okay, so if I can put this in perspective, and I want you to know for this debate at eight with AJ and McCall at VFX, I'm not exaggerating this next statement at all. McCall says mowing the lawn will solve all of the world's problems. I didn't say it That's verbatim. Exactly what, you said. what I said was when I mow the lawn, I go into deep thought and I just think about things like the universe and like how can I better my life and like what am I doing as a mistake in my life? What can I fix? How can I better myself? It's like a self-improvement I, I moment. I will give you this, better there than sleep. Because I think everybody at one point in time is laid down and like, I need to go to bed. And then your brain's like, hey, remember that stupid thing you did when you were six? Oh, no. I don't normally do that when I go to bed. Usually when I go to bed, my brain's like, hey, I'm going to keep you up really late. And I think, I got things to do tomorrow, uh, so does, good night. Does your brain ask you questions called like, why is there a D in fridge but no D in refrigerator? Yes, sometimes. It usually does that, and then I say, shut up, brain, and then I go to bed, and then I wake up, and I had a dream that I got murdered. So it's like, maybe I should have like given into that. That's brain revenge right there. Yeah, probably so. So, Mowing the lawn solves the world's problems because you go into (laughs) deep thought. Yep. I just... That's like saying that you go into deep thought during exercise, which I'm willing, I do. I'm willing to give some people that that works, but for me, I think a lot of people mowing the lawn... Doing, uh, running on a treadmill, you're probably more like, okay, I'm listening to music. How much longer? 15 minutes. Okay, 15 minutes. More. I get knocked out. Great. Okay, how many left? 14 minutes. Ugh, it's going so slow. That's what I think most people think. I'm with you on the sliding into deep existential thought, being one with the universe and solving all of the world's problems, just thinking about all the dumb stuff you've done recently. But I think they happen during activities that I think a lot of people share. I think I can come up with about five that would cover like 95% of people. Mowing the lawn is one of them. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That's like the Frederick we learned earlier from the royal name that's spelled like F-R-I-E-D-E-R-I-K-E. Look, mowing the lawn is something that people do and they think a lot about what's going on in their life. I'm not the only one that does this. I'm really not. You're more than welcome to comment what you think. While you mow the lawn, because I think it's something something more along the lines of, am I almost done? Am I almost done? Am I almost done? But I bet you I'll come up with five. I'll do five. Five things that I think would be on most people's list of what makes you drift off into existential thought. I'll give you five for the debate today. We're solving the world's problems by going into deep existential thought, McCall, one with the universe. I feel like I'm sounding like you. Is that moon magic stuff? Does that wear off? Does it rub off? No. Yeah, your face says completely opposite of what you just said. <laughs> Wink. AJ McCall's debate eight. McCall says mowing the lawn takes her to a place of deep thought. Yep. And you, you know, you've experienced it before, right? Where you're just doing something, all of a sudden, ten minutes later, you realize, what have what? I been doing? Oh, you've been crap. So lost in thought so gone <laughs> it always worries me whenever i'm driving because sometimes it happens when i'm driving and then i'm like yes crap how did i get i said oh, no. i was gonna come up with five driving is one of mine and actually driving is mine but first i'm gonna let Catherine go Catherine, what gets you lost in thought for me personally i think it's reading because i just i just find myself when i read to just often go on a tangent in my thoughts even though it's supposed to be like you're focused on a book yeah, how does that work? Do you have to like reread the same page like ten times? Yeah, I always have to reread sentences or paragraphs. That just sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> a little bit. 
it's literally the worst thing in the world because that's why I don't read. That's why I don't read physical books. As soon as I start reading physical books, it's like, oh, let's think about your life. And then that's I do. Right. Don't read. And then, yeah, and then I hate it. So I listen to books instead, <laughs> instead of reading them. No, I mean... Well, that it doesn't doesn't do that to me. Normally, I just get distracted, and then I realize I'm at the bottom of the page. And I'm like, what the heck did I just read? Oh, I do that all uh, the that time. That wasn't even on my five. So you mentioned driving. Driving is mine. If I go on a little bit longer road trip, especially here, it seems like Utah has a lot of those really flat roads. There's a lot of open space. It's really easy to kind of just set it, and then you just kind of drift off. Your brain's like, hey, don't worry. I got this. You go think about other things. Driving. McCall, I think a common one for everybody, the shower. I mean, yeah. Oh, don't, don't give me. I mean, yeah. Definitely the shower. You're in the shower. You get lost the deep thought. Yeah. Exercise. We heard. I'll give you. I'll certain exercises. Sure. Exercise is one for me that that really makes me think. I've been in this big kick. We've had this discussion over and over again. I've been in this kick with podcasts and with self improvement. And self-improvement books and goal setting and la, 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 la. And so I've been reading a lot and listening to books. When I say reading, I mean listening to books because I can't focus uh, and listening to podcasts. And I do it a lot when I am like on the treadmill because it makes my mind go elsewhere rather than focusing on the fact that I hate this stupid machine and I hate running. But if I'm lost elsewhere in thought about improving myself and bettering myself it's just like bam go let's do it i'll add to that number four music listening to music can help you disappear into thought see and music doesn't do it for me music always makes me more focused interesting yeah i I, always get way more like focused and driven and let's do this we're gonna get it done we're gonna get it done now so, like, when I'm working out and I'm listening to music, I know it's going to be a tough, tough, tough workout. Huh. I like to do it as something, like, when I work out, it's something that passes time, so it's kind of background noise. Like, I love the song, and it helps speed up the time. I say music. And number five, I would say, for me, video games, but some kind of hobby activity. Yeah. Video games, something like that, something a little bit more mindless, and then you can just, and then gone. The one that really does it for me. I know we've talked about this and I'm going to stand by this. The one that really does it for me is mowing the lawn. Like mowing the lawn makes me zone out and start thinking about everything. And there are people listening right now that are like, I can't even believe that. How are your lines on your lawn? They look terrible. And Dustin's always like, you missed here. I like that. That's where you went with it. (laughs) People always like my lines are not super, super straight. And I'm not saying that they're super wavy by any means, but sometimes I'll get into the thought and rather than, because I have an acre and a third, so we have quite a bit of lawn to, to mow. So as I'm mowing the lawn, my line goes from this line to this, like, I started here and it kind of like curved and then went straight. Like, there's no waviness. It's just like a kind of a little jaunt and then I realize what I'm doing and I go right back. McCall says mowing the lawn gets her lost to deep thought. I said, no, no, no. There's activities for the debate today that I think are universal. Music, listening to music, it being in the shower. For me, driving. Jenny, what is it for you? What activity gets you lost in thought? When I'm extremely mad, I clean, and then I'm, like, lost in thought, and then I just get super angry even more. Two days ago, I cleaned at 9 o'clock at night because I was just so pissed. Oh, girl. Girl, I have been there. 
Like, I'll get up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, I'm so mad I need to clean. And then I start cleaning and it'll be like, uh, you need to get crazy. up in the morning. You need to get up in the morning. No, best time that I've ever cleaned is whenever I get in, like if Dustin and I get into tiffs, because we don't ever really get into like massive fights or anything, but whenever we get into like tiffs, I clean and I clean and I clean. And it was a really funny joke the other day, actually. Uh, I say that. It was like two months ago. He said, <laughs> he's like, wow, look how clean the trailer is. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm mad. How could you tell? Because everything is spotless. <laughs> Oops. So now the call says mowing lawn gets you lost a deep thought and cleaning is what you do when you're mad. Yep. Oh, yes. Oh, somebody has to be on the same page with me. Obviously, Jenny's on the same page with me. And if you're thinking the same thing right now, please call me because AJ is clearly like, McCall's dumb. Help me. I didn't say that. I know. I said crazy. But still. Four, three, five, seven, eight, seven, zero, nine, four, five. I'm not crazy. Thank you to Catherine and, and Jenny that have called thus far for the debate date. Those are the things you do when you're mad. Get a. What do you do when you're mad? What do you do to get lost of deep thought? What do you do when you're mad? Utah's VFX, Help. all social media. Paul's crazy on this Help. for the debate at eight. You know, we've gone from kind of the emotional reaction that was uh, splurging, post-breakup splurging. Right. To now trying to get lost of deep thought and really think about things. Think about life. Yeah. AJ McCall's debate at eight on VFX. No, I want you to know I think I'm right in this. Oh, jeez. Surprise. But I have people to back me. So I say that mowing my lawn gets me into more deep thought to understand my own life. Not only does that, like dishes kind of does that for me too. Because it's mindless. I can see that because there's not a lot to it. It's not really that complicated. So we've had a couple of messages on Facebook about how it's calming and it makes you not overthink your decisions that you're making while you are mowing the lawn because you're focused on one other thing, but you're still thinking about your decisions that you want to make in your life. So you don't over-rationalize. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have a push mower or a ride-on push. lawnmower? Okay. No, yeah. I just still disagree. If it was a ride-on lawnmower, I'd be, that's basically driving while doing a chore. I would agree. I would I would hear more of that. No. Push, nah. Push mower. It's when am I done with this? Uh, We've also got comments about cleaning. Cleaning... When you're mad is the best. Yeah, Jenny called and said that. Yeah, Jenny called. Thank you. We also got the comment from our good friend Bree. She said, mad cleaning. Yes. It's because you can control the moment, but you can't, you can't control the moment, but you can control the cleaning and what's going on. That's a deep thought While you're doing it. So I say, yep, totally. I can. That's a deep thought. I get so much cleaning done when I'm mad. Chores is coming up a lot. Yeah. Like my five was shower, driving, music, um, exercise. Because I, I, to a certain extent, more not like weightlifting, maybe like treadmill if you're riding a bike or something, like the stationary vehicles. Right. And then uh, like video games, some kind of hobby that's a little bit, you can be a little bit more mindless with. Now, I think that the reason why chores is coming up a lot, for me personally, I know that chores are things that have to just be done. And so it's like right. you get to a point of just doing them because they have to be done. And as you're doing them because they have to be done, you start wandering in your brain because it becomes second nature to fold laundry, which is what Gladys said. Folding laundry gets her to relax and calms her down so she can start focusing some more on that and thinking deeper. Stephanie says cleaning. She cleans best when she's upset or mad. I think it's just something that that 
That's where I, you go in your mind. You think about deep thoughts or the universe. Or, I'm good with. I'm, I'm going to do this tomorrow at work. <laughs> like you come up with the best plans when you aren't like second guessing yourself because you're doing something else. I'm good with folding. Like my first job, I had to. I worked at a clothing store, so I learned how to fold. It just become mindless to me to fold T-shirts and stuff. But like I'm not, I just don't get the same mindset that everybody else apparently does. That if that McCall's comment she's read, like I'm mad chores. Like I'm mad. I want to listen to angry music. Or I want to go do something physical to work out the emotions. I don't want to clean the house. Whenever I get mad, that's always my. I'm like I'm gonna clean the house. Of course, I still listen to music, but it's like I listen to music and I clean the house, and I either listen depending on what kind of mad I am. So that must mean then you don't get too mad at the studio. Then get sitting your side of the studio is usually kind of oh it looks great, little, little messy. My side of the studio looks messy. fine. The other day it was pretty bad, and that's why I ended up cleaning it because I was mad. What? Usually your outer here's here's it here it is okay. Little hippy dippy magic for you. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks, I guess. Your outer surroundings exemplify what you're feeling on the inside. So if somebody's car or their house or their bedroom is something that is messy, there's a lot of crazy things going on inside of them. And the first step for you to unpack the craziness that's going on inside of you is actually unpacking the outside because it's easier to work on the outside. Then you can start focusing inward. Hippy-dippy magic, everybody. You're welcome. My last question will be that since Producer Butters is such, so picky oh about being clean. Like, I have my papers organized for a reason. I have spare papers I use for different things, and right. he hates it. Right. But they're not, like, just strewn everywhere. My my last question would be that since you clean when you're mad, is he going to push your buttons on days he really thinks you need to clean? No. Smart man. What gets you lost to deep thought? McCall says mowing lawn. I say driving for the debate at eight. McCall, what is a food beloved by all? Chicken nuggets. Yes, they are. Mm, delicious. And I would dare say it's hard to get chicken nuggets wrong. It's pretty yeah. simple, right? It's chicken. They've been breaded. You pick right. your sauce. Maybe we'll disagree on what you dip them in right. and you eat them. Or or maybe they're like the grilled chicken nuggets if you're going for a lower carb option. Well, Generally. See, it's funny you mention that. Oh. Because uh, Facebook... Has made a guy go viral. Oh no! Because of how he eats chicken nuggets, and he is from the United States of America, McCall. Oh no! One of our own no. is doing something terribly, terribly wrong, no. and I think we need to make fun of him. Because okay. it's, it's really hard to eat chicken nuggets wrong. He found a way. Mm. How's he doing it? So you know how to avoid it, and I hope you're not one of them. We'll tell you in just over five minutes. Once again, McCall. What is a beloved food by all? Kids love it. Adults love it. Heck, I could go for some right now. Oreos. Yes, actually. But that's not the one I'm talking about. Chicken that is a beloved nuggets. Food. Yes. I need me some chicken nuggets. I need them now. AJ McCall VFX. If you are alive and breathing, you've probably had chicken nuggets at some point. Chicken strips, chicken whatever, you've had it. Yeah. But Samir Jaffrey McCall from Louisiana is a monster. What is his name? I'm sorry, I thought you were like referencing Game of Thrones for a second, like Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, so the or... latest spoiler is that they have a KFC bucket in the next episode. Stop! No. By the way, apparently not a Starbucks it's cup. It's not, and Starbucks is very, un- or uh, the company that Heck, it's Starbucks from Starbucks got is... like $11 million yeah, in free Yeah, the company it's from is very unhappy. Also, I don't know what the company is. Anyway, I digress. So what's going on with this guy Samir that sounds like Game of Jaffrey. Thrones, man? Samir Jaffrey. S-A-M-E-E-R. 
J A F R I. I mean, Joffrey, Joffrey was a king once right. upon a time. Yes. So from Louisiana posted a photo on Facebook last week eating some chicken nuggets. King. Then he eats them naked. What? He so, peels them. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You can order like Chick-fil-A has grilled chicken nuggets. I think other places have grilled chicken nuggets. You no. That's weird. Also, he has clearly I think that's honey mustard and I think that's the sweet and sour sauce is the two sauces he has. If you want to criticize him a little bit more, because that's a weird combination. Yeah, yeah he peels whatever. them. He takes I don't care about sauces too. I don't care about sauces because I like all of the sauces on my things. But that's why mm. don't peel a chicken nugget. I mm, don't I think it's peel insane. I think they're delicious. A chicken as nugget is. As is. Now, uh, Facebook has said that people have commented, and the majority of people, the vast majority of people, say that he is insane. But, of course, there's always some people that say, yeah, I do that too. Just don't. don't. What? What? Don't get him Why? Stop. Why? Don't. Why are you doing this? You know you can go get your own chicken and just give it a little flip. Make sure it's cooked all the way through. And yeah. then just dip it in whatever you want. You don't have to go get the fried ones, right? You know that, right? Right. That is a thing. I get why, 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 why would anyone do this? AJ, I have precisely zero idea. This is breaking my heart. Now, of course, I'm very much against this. So if you want to keep it anonymous, I'm all for this. But do you, is there anyone out there that's ever seen anyone peel chicken eggs? They peel off the breading part. 68255 is the number to text. <laughs> Start your text with VFX. Please send don't. us a message across social media, Utah's VFX. Uh, what? Okay, here's a little punchline I missed on this little article here, McCall. Great, bring it on. And I, I want to read the first part because this is why I paid attention. Google, I didn't say Google. Stop it. Phone. My phone activated. It's it fine. says, and speaking of unholy uses of McNuggets, a company in Ireland just made a flavor of ice cream that's vanilla with chunks of chicken McNuggets in it. Oh. I am actually going to throw up. <laughs> that is the worst thing I have heard today. Have you ever done? I've heard some bad things already this morning, okay? That is the worst thing I've had today. <laughs> yeah, that's worse than the breading. I gotta be honest. <sighs> I'm glad there's no picture of the, the ice cream. Ugh. What would you what would you even call that? Vanilla McNuggets? That sounds like a, I gotta, that is a stripper name. Vanilla McNuggets is one hundred percent a stripper name. You gonna be okay? No. Oh gosh, I gotta go. Have you, I gotta go out of this room. I can't. Have you ever known anyone that has oh. peeled, peeled their chicken nuggets? Utah's VFX across all social media. McCall, uh, I have a question. Speaking of food, much, much better question. More specifics. More uh, uh, the layout of uh, of a certain breakfast we're having tomorrow. And also, I think because she's been saying it all week, McCall has a joke that I think she really needs to share. Because it, it's a credit to her and a discredit to the people who invented this breakfast. Because they missed a golden opportunity. Oh my gosh! I'm so mad! I'll let her go first. Look, I don't want to stoke the fire. Even though that is how you get the train to go faster. AJ and McCall at VFX. And speaking of trains... A little train pun for you. A little bit of a train pun. So let me set this up and then McCall needs all the credit in the world for saying this. So apparently tomorrow is a somewhat spring celebration. We're doing like a little bit of a breakfast here yeah, at work. Yeah, spring fling... Breakfast. Which I have a question about. Right. But we'll get to that in but a minute. But I will let you go first because this is the better part. You deserve the credit for the joke. 
So I grew up in Box Elder County. Right. Okay. I grew up in between Brigham City, Tremont, and I grew up going to Promontory Point. Right. Now, tomorrow is also a very big day. It is the sesquicentennial anniversary of the final stake being driven into the ground for the Transcontinental Railroad. Of course. Right? So. Chugga Chuggas are, are Chugga in Chuggas Ogden. And yeah, Big Big Boy was just in Ogden yes. yesterday. Yes. <sighs> Gorgeous. Not that I love trains or anything, but it's it's still a really big deal. It's really yes. cool to be able to be a part of like the sesquicentennial anniversary. Anyways, we are having this this brunch breakfast thing tomorrow. Yes, and it is the Spring Fling Continental Breakfast right. as headlined in the email. Upon which I got livid <laughs> slightly. Because why in the heck are we not calling this the Spring Fling Transcontinental Breakfast? I'm sorry. It is like Golden Spike Day. And the only reason why I know it's Golden Spike Day and why I pay really close attention to that, it's also my brother's birthday and it happens to fall on the same day every oh, year. There you go. So anyway, Transcontinental Breakfast is what I'm calling it. The Spring Fling Transcontinental Breakfast celebration rather than just the Continental Breakfast. I don't know how we missed that. Transcontinental Breakfast. For their Transcontinental Railroad. For Golden Spike Day. Happening at Promontory Point. Hello? Transcontinental I promotion. I personally am also disappointed after you said that, that they didn't think of I that. don't know. I was like, oh. They missed hey. it. My question. For, it's so good. My question, and McCall deserves all the credit for the joke because I can't believe they missed that. Even though McCall's gone around saying it several times, still nobody's been like, ahem, Transcontinental. Nobody's corrected it. No. Transcontinental Breakfast. My question is, what is in a continental breakfast? Like, because I'm looking forward to getting some biscuits and gravy. Um, usually it's like, I'm going to Google it to make sure. Usually continental breakfast is like a light breakfast. Like what you find at hotels, like not like fancy hotels where you have to pay separate for the restaurant, but like the one where you put the batter in and you flip over the waffle maker for 90 seconds. Something like that. Yeah. Typically consists, according to this, it's a light breakfast, typically consisting of coffee and rolls with butter and jam. So basically, well, that's just the definition from Miriam Webster, uh, going into this. Okay, if that's what it is, I don't think it it's is. Like, I think it would be nicer. But if that's what like, it is, we didn't need an email. You just, hey, by the way, rolls the jam in the conference room. Get in here. Uh, it's it's like lighter breakfasts, pastries, fruits, bread. I'm trying to eat sometimes better. Sometimes just waffles. a bunch of donuts. No, it's not donuts. It's light pastries. pastries. Light pastries. Like what, croissants? Like, yeah. Like croissants and like... Uh, Maybe like a puff pastry Look, or something like that. It is a free breakfast, but I'm still slightly now maybe a little bit disappointed. You might have it. cereal. Maybe cereal uh, will be in there. Wow, cereal's messy. I want handheld things. Minus biscuits and gravy. I want biscuits and gravy. Are you gonna handhold those? Yeah. Handhold biscuits and gravy. I'm just gonna Walking shovel around. it into my mouth. Gravy's falling everywhere. Hey, uh, is anybody else gonna get this? No, crate. I'm gonna take this all with me. Sorry, we're cool, out thanks. of biscuits and gravy. Yeah. So like. Maybe waffles, maybe bagels. All right, I will update everyone tomorrow because we're supposed to have it before we get off air. Because, yes. Transcontinental breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) So you will be updated tomorrow if I remain disappointed or not. Guys, 
It needs to be called the Transcontinental Breakfast. I, I, I don't am know how we missed that. Here forward that. calling it the Transcontinental Breakfast because if anybody is doing anything, say you're going and staying in a hotel, you have people staying in a hotel, you are a hotel owner for one day and one day only, I declare tomorrow Transcontinental Breakfast Day in honor of the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad. You do this, I want pictures, I want to see it. We will come and give you a brisk high five because that's all I have to give right Honestly, now. Honestly, <laughs> it's it's a no nonsense advertising. Maybe a Why lanyard. Are you not doing it? I think I have a lanyard. <laughs> I'll give you a lanyard. Do it. Take a picture and tomorrow. tell me about it. Transcontinental breakfast tomorrow. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Baby. Facebook page and brag Baby. about it. Agent I McCall Taylor add us on Facebook so you're on our feeds because we're spinning right now. And McCall is stopping. Stop! Whatever she lands on, she's like, commenting, sharing. I love this video. I landed on Katrina's post. She shared a video from Lad Bible. There is a field of alpacas. As it turns out, alpacas are actually what's at the end of the rainbow because, ta-da, there's a rainbow in the background. Happens to land perfectly over these alpacas. One comes up. And goes, boop, right to the camera. I'm telling you right now, I want an alpaca, and I want one bad. Well, thanks for giving me the heads up that I don't need to find the end of the rainbow anymore. Ah, uh, look how cute. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to spin now. They're so cute. Okay, stop. I landed on Chris Wren, who also shared a uh, video from Lad Bible. Oh, McCall, I bet you'll like this one. It's a set of stairs, and the dog hops up on his hind legs and now walks up the stairs. Oh. And the caption is, oh, look, I'm a human. I love that. (laughs) A dog. It's a golden retriever. A dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can win. Agent at McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook so you can play VFX's Facebook roulette. The Agent at the McCall Taylor across all social media. Utah's VFX. Across all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Utah's VFX for all of them. Find us. make sure you check out utahsvfx.com for the contest, like Lunch with Listeners, where all the podcasts are. Also on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Just search for AJ and McCall and everything will come up from iPod Idol to Drop the Mic. Yep. Don't forget, AJ's going to be hanging out later today. He's got some crazy yeah. stuff going on. I'll be in the Rocky Mountain Dermatology parking lot, 4 to 6, broadcasting live because I got a free concert for the Hope Foundation. Ellis Paul's going to be playing. Totally free. Donations will be accepted. I'll be out there 4 to 6, broadcasting live. One day left in the week, McCall. One day. Until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Transcontinental breakfast day. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> Thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.